is Kendra Arnold, and I am a senior at The Ohio Northern University, and this is going to be my very first podcast where we're going to dive a little into social media and how it goes hand in hand with healthcare media. I am currently a pharmaceutical and healthcare business major with a concentration in marketing, so this is right up my alley, even though this is kind of my first dabble into the social media world. I feel like I've already learned so much between principles of social media and healthcare and PR. I think one of the biggest things I've talked about, learned about so far that's been so interesting has been social media and crisis. So the way social media has changed people in general has also changed how they respond to crises and how they want their information when it comes to crises. So because of social media, people feel the need to get information much quicker and they want constant updates, whether it be something mundane like a fashion show or if whether it be something serious like a natural disaster, which is easy to understand, especially because I am younger and I don't really remember a world where I wasn't able to find information the second I wanted it. Um, so one of the biggest challenges between social media, healthcare, and crises has been managing the rapid spread of info. So whether it be true info or false info that somebody is just tweeting out or posting, it's really hard to contain that spread of information. Um, and we have come to see that there is a sweet spot for putting out updates if you're a reputable news channel or even a journalist covering a situation. And it seems to be updating every two hours, whether it be just saying, oh, we have no new information regarding the subject or even providing new information just so that people are getting that information that they're looking for. Um, and social media has reduced what we call the golden hour, which used to be the first few hours after a crisis happened that people had to prepare what they were going to say and get ready for news coverage and statements. But now it has been reduced down to a few minutes or even a few seconds because people do want that instant information. And I think a good comparison of this would be um, to take an old situation and a new, so to look back on kind of the Tylenol case that happened in Chicago, people had time to prepare what they were going to say, write their statements and write their articles to make sure that they were providing the best and correct information. And people were okay with waiting because they didn't know what it was like to have instant information. Whereas now, especially during this pandemic, people want instant information, especially now that the vaccines are rolling out. People constantly want to be updated and in the know, whether it's what age group can get the vaccine, how many vaccines are available, or even if vaccines go bad, people want all of that information the second it happens. And just some other like major changes that social media has caused. So it has created a 24-hour news cycle versus a couple of hours, which has also dwindled down on daily reporters. 
So we've seen a rise of social media and what we call citizen journalists. So that could be just anybody who's witnessing an event on social media tweeting about it or writing their own blog post. And this can be very detrimental and also very helpful because you can get information quickly because people are there seeing it firsthand. But also then you have the problem of people wanting to be first and fast to give information versus making sure they have the correct information to give out. And I'm just really excited to continue learning and exploring how social media is affecting healthcare, especially as I go out into the workforce. And this has been my very first and probably my very last podcast, but I hope you enjoyed and maybe even learned a little something. Thank you.